This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Tuesday, March the 15th, 2016. Well, hello there. Welcome, friends. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour on Tuesday. My name's Homer Lopez, and I welcome you. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver, and it's as easy as dialing one 800 And the lovely Wendy's here to take your call, answer your questions, walk you through your orders. If you don't like to chat with people and you just like to do it from the privacy of your own home, check us out at allamericangold.com. You can take a look at all the coins that are posted online. You can check their value. You can go compare that to what spot price is and just see what kind of a deal you're getting. And then you can check out the news to disturb the comfortable. It's all put to you. It's all put there right in front of you, and it's put together by the CEO, CFO, COO, the IT manager. He's the guy behind the company that does everything. Joe Jaquin, thanks for putting this show together. How are you today? I'm in, I'm in good spirits today. You know, uh, first of all, I'm a, a productivity miracle person based on that intro, so thank you very much. Um, I thought you were going to give your mom props for being a productivity miracle, because <laughs> that just sounded like uh, I'm an anchor baby. Oh, no, you're not. You're a productivity baby. <laughs> it is another big election day, I guess. Uh, Donald Trump going for the knockout. But speaking of knockout, I- I'm going to tell you, every once in a while, I, I doubt myself. You know, because it's Let's face it, it's hard to come out here every day, right? And you put it out, I put it out there on the line for all of you. I tell it the way it is. I tell you the way I see it. And it, and, and you see it all the time. And, and the, the, the battle that you, at least for me, leaves me scratching my, like crude oil. You know, that whole rally in crude made no sense. It defied logic, but yet there it was. Uh, the jobs, right? The they said 240,000 jobs in February, and and the unemployment rate's only 4.9%, and the Fed's going to hike rates in June and all of these things. And I'm like, you know, am I missing it? Am I wrong about what it is that I've been doing, right? And then today was one of those days where it was like, there you go. I've been right all along, and I'm going to continue to to at least keep you in the position to take opportunities to secure your financial well-being. That's just how it is. Today, uh, we're going to talk about retail sales. Things got much, much worse than what they led us to believe uh, just a month ago. We're going to talk about GDP. We're going to talk about, you know, there are certain things. We talk about recessionary-type numbers. We had another recessionary signal flash again this morning. We're going to talk about that. Bank of America Merrill Lynch said last week was the second-largest institutional selling in their history 
of the of keeping track of that type of data, which tells you the institutional investors, the millionaires and the billionaires, they're not playing this. They know exactly everybody's being set up again. At the same time, record amounts of money flowing into gold and silver ETFs. One of the things that that has happened so far this year, apparently these quote-unquote institutional investors are buying the equivalent of the entire global mining supply in gold. That would be over 200 metric tons, or two, I'm sorry, 2,000. 200 is a big number, 2,000 metric tons. According to, to the data, there, there are, you know, we still, we're just in the middle of March, and they've already accumulated 481 metric tons in the first, what, 10 weeks of the year. The silver numbers just came out, one of the largest spikes. All you people that have been waiting for silver, I'm making a call right now. Silver's an absolute buy right now. Absolute buy in the silver market. Silver's done well, not as well as gold this year. It's going to catch up. We're going to talk about that. We also, you know what, the Federal Reserve, it's not the only central bank having a meeting. The Japanese Central Bank met, they were out today, and they said something that most people didn't want to hear, which is, we can go even farther negative. I told you. I told you what was going to happen. I will continue to tell you what is going to They're doubling it down. Everybody's like, oh, no, that's about it for negative. It's just getting started. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about what the real jobs economy is. I've, I've been telling you all it's this part-time stuff. There is a great article in the Wall Street Journal today. Homer, I didn't know it, but apparently demand is through the roof for people to drive around drunk people. Did you know this? It's amazing. It's incredible. 60,000 people got turned down, according to the Wall Street Journal, just in the city of Chicago to work for Lyft, which is an Uber competitor. And they said the reason these people got turned down was because their cars were too old or they didn't have four doors. We're going to talk about that. Don't worry. It's the new, new economy. Patriot Radio News Hour. The Super Tuesday will be back after the break. News hour. I do it. I do it. I do it. I'm going to tell you right now. Buckle up. Buckle up. Because retail sales for February and the revised numbers for January absolutely horrendous. 
both months negative. January's m- number twice as bad as what was reported, which really makes sense. When you think about all the companies closing stores and filing bankruptcy and, and all of that stuff, it, it, it's starting to fit in. I've been telling you, the whole shipping container industry's on its rear end. There's no business being done. The, uh, the American consumer's been tapped out, and, and now we kind of understand it. This is how bad it really truly is. Do you really think that people went to college, got their degrees, so they could drive around people? I mean, think about that. Yeah, well, what do you, oh, I drive around people. I drive around businessmen and women from the airports hey, to I've the got, hotels, got, or, or I drive around drunk people. I've got neighbors, you've got neighbors that you don't even know that work for Uber. I'm here to tell you right now, real estate agents in Anthem spend their weekends driving home the drunks. So, here, here's what's really happening in the United States today. This whole job thing, it's a charade. It's hollow. It's not a its not a job that pays benefits. It's not a job that's 40 hours a week. It's not a job that you can honestly raise your family on. It's a job that you can subsidize your income. Now, listen, you're also, you know, these Uber drivers, they get tips, you know, well, they're not accountable, if right? If they're lucky. If they're lucky. If they're lucky. Yeah, but I will tell you this. So we, we have a story. We have a friend. We have a friend who was in Atlanta last week. So he's in Atlanta last week. You on know, business, On right? business. Uh, he worked for one of the big banks. And from the airport to his destination, hotel, his stay, $75 in taxi fees. And just to, to put it out there, it was it was almost an hour from, his ho- from the airport to the hotel. Correct. Correct. So $75 to take a cab from the airport to the hotel. Yes. So now he's he's getting ready to leave. He's getting ready to leave. He's gone to dinner further down the road from the hotel. So he's now and now he's another thirty miles farther away. Whether thirty miles or thirty minutes, regardless, he, this time he says, you know, I'm going to try this Uber thing. My daughter's been talking me into Uber, and I don't see any taxis outside. So he did it. Got on his phone, Uber. Uh, the guy picks him up, and he's got to drive him all the way to the airport. Now, it's farther than his original destination. The total fee, I believe, 30 to 35 bucks. And but, the, and, and oh, the oh, driver, yeah. the minute the driver picks him up, these guys don't, I mean, it's not like they work for a uh, customer service. They work for themselves as contractors. He begins to complain to my friend, our friend, that um, you're killing me, dude. You're too far from the airport. I'm not going to get any more calls tonight. Yet my contract has me obligated to get you to the airport, and I don't have a, desti- a person to pick up there. And so my and I'm only getting to charge thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. <laughs> but you know, my buddy tipped him well. Tipped him. Well, I think it was a twenty dollar tip. And but think about this. It was further back. It was further to get back, and it was only thirty. Yeah, but the whole point is, like, the guy couldn't make any money. He can't make money. I mean, let's face it, the, the, a big chunk of that whole thing goes to Uber. Absolutely. And so he flat out basically shamed our, our buddy into, hey, but you better make it worth my while. Because you're, totally you're, you're essentially ruining my financial evening. That's what he was this telling This is the you. new economy. Matter of fact, Wall Street Journal today, this is why there's no sales at the store. 
You want to know why Sports Authority filed bankruptcy? You want to know why Because all their warehouse just closed 250 locations? Because all their employees are now Lyft and Uber drivers? <laughs> right. Getting rich exactly. doing that? Well, it's just like we said, in, in, in all of them getting huge cuts, but according to the Wall Street Journal, General Motors is now going to team up with Lyft and become a rental car company. See, when you actually can't sell cars, and we've been saying this all along, let's face it, most of, uh, one out of every three car sales now is a lease, which is really people renting an automobile. They don't like to look at it that way, but that's what it is. But according to the, a new program, because according to Lyft, we could have had 60,000 more jobs in Chicago if people just had a newer car or a car with four doors, they're now going to start a program where you can rent a General Motors car for $99 a week plus 20 cents a mile and and deliver drunk people around town. That's, that's your new economy. This is the new economy. This is it. I mean, you think about why it is, and, it's, and it really does make sense, I guess. Because this is just one city. you got to imagine this is everything about New York, Boston, Phoenix, Dallas, Denver, you know, San Diego, L.A., San Francisco. You start Seattle. You just start putting them all together. And every city's got the same problem. People don't make enough money. And listen... I, I'm going to say this, and I believe this to be true. Most of us, and I mean the vast majority of America, we want to work. I want to come in every single day. I do. I love what I do. The vast majority. There's a there's a minority that hey, uh, you know, I'll take my government welfare. Right? They're out there. We know that. I think that number's growing though. Well, I believe you're right. I think a lot. And it's really a, a, a state of where we're at. Why is that number growing? Because I don't think people see a way out. And now you have the, the new American worker. This is it. I mean, all of these people, not all, you know, there's a, I, I would say of these drivers, you know, they used to, how bad was the taxi cab industry? I mean, because really this is what it is. Listen, where I grew up, I didn't know what a cab was. There's no cab. Right, right. I, I'm a small. I mean, you got to be from a New York and L.A. and Atlanta, Chicago, to really understand the lifestyle. Yeah, you know, like your Phoenix cab companies aren't that big. I don't think. I, 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 I will just tell you this. I think that the 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 cab industry is uh, flipping out right now. If you work for a cab company, well, what do I? My, what am I? Why am I working for them? I just found it amazing. I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what? 60,000, and then you just multiply that, you know, 50 times. That's how bad the problem really is. And and, and the funny thing is, is now we're getting the stories about where the, the Uber and the Lyft drivers, hey, listen, if you really need to go a great distance, they don't want to take you. Because they don't get paid enough. And this is really the plight 
of what is plaguing America today. The good jobs have gone. And now we're starting to see, you know what, they can, they can buffalo the numbers all they want. Let me ask you this. Jobs. Let's talk about jobs. So last month, and even the month before, January and February, if you want to believe the government numbers, you can't. Right? Because they put them out on the idiot box like they're based on facts. Of course, if you listen to this show, you know already that all of these numbers are quote-unquote seasonally adjusted, right? And they give you all of these great reasons. Well, we seasonally adjusted because in January, everybody gets fired from their seasonal job. Of course, nowadays, most people work three or four part-time jobs, so getting fired from one doesn't allow you to file unemployment, but neither here nor there. Seasonally adjusted in the month of February, they said they created 242,000 jobs. Now, logic would tell you that that was true. Boy, you would think retail sales would be flying, right? All these people getting to work, they got to buy... You know, new clothes, they got to get to work, they got to get back from work. Burning a hole in their pocket, right, all that right. money. Got to pack a lunch. Well, you probably don't got to pack a lunch, but you got to probably work a four-hour shift. You got to get a Starbucks, right? Everyone knows they got to get your Starbucks to go to work. Absolutely. And that number seasonally adjusted. Now, most people don't know, you know, you could actually get the real number. I didn't know that. But why, why would you want to report a real number when you can just give out a fake number? Beg the question. Right? It's, it's just like Common Core, the new educational program they rammed down our throats, the government hijacked. Hey, listen, it doesn't matter if you got the right answer. What really matters is the thought process behind it. <laughs> that's, that's these economic numbers. See, the thought process behind seasonally adjusting numbers, I'm sure it was really good. Hey, listen, we don't, we don't want there to be the ebb and the flow. We want a nice, smooth number. And so, therefore, we created these seasonal adjustments because Americans are dumb. And if you came, if we came out and said, hey, we lost half a million jobs in January, people would panic. So trim tabs. If you've never heard of trim tabs, let me just tell you a little bit about them. They are the premier go-to source when it comes to actual factual research. All of the major players in the banking and investment industry use them because they actually collect factual data, and they do it for all sorts of different things. They'll do it for stocks. They'll do it for bonds. They track uh, ETFs. They, They track dollar flows and all of these things. You know what they also do? They track 
real, factual jobs. Do you know how they do it? They simply do it by looking at tax receipts. See, when you get a job and you get a paycheck, there's a little thing in those paychecks for withholdings. You don't have a choice. The company automatically, by law, takes them out of their your paycheck. And so TrimTabs just simply goes in and looks at the actual payroll tax data. Imagine that. Hey, you know what? We can actually look at that and come up with the real number. You know what the real number was? Trim tabs, they gave you a, a little leeway. They said, eh, 55 to 80,000, but we think it's probably real close. We're pretty confident. It's about 65, 70,000 jobs. That's it. Not 240, as the government would lead you to believe. And of course, if everybody saw that number, what would you think? Uh oh. Uh oh, we got a problem. We're not creating any jobs. And then, of course, when you start looking at the, the ancillary data, what, what are the jobs that are being created? They're all part-time, right? They're, they're cashiers, they're waitresses, they're waiters, people changing bedpans. So the retail sales data that came out today coincides almost exactly with the trim tabs data about payroll which ties in almost exactly about what we're going to talk about next. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to connect all the dots today. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. It, it, it's a great time. We had a nice little pullback here. And, of course, really, when you think about this little pullback in gold and silver, it's all Fed stuff. Right, this is just a good opportunity. The big announcement coming tomorrow. People are taking some profits. This is when you want to get in. And then you start looking at let's face it, what's the most important pieces of data? Retail sales is number one. There's no uh, it's the most important metric when you look at the health of the United States. They'll tell you right now consumer spending is 70% of the economy. Here's what Jim Cramer had to say. I mean, they took a, a number in January and they crushed it. And then said, by the way, February... It's even worse than the January number we just revised. Here's what what Kramer had to say about it. He goes that uh, the sharp downward revision to January sales could be devastating for investors. I'm just kind of flummoxed, he said. A number came out that made us feel great. And then that number was taken away, <laughs> right? Once again, you can deal in facts or you can deal in make-believe. 
one of the things that I'm starting to come to the conclusion on these jobs numbers, and I've been saying it for a while, it doesn't fit. This 4.9% unemployment doesn't fit. The job creations numbers do not fit. Trim Tabs has explained to me, yeah, well, they're just making that up because actual factual data says that it's about 25% of what they're really reporting. 60,000, 240,000, you know, give or take a couple hundred thousand jobs. And then the Wall Street Journal cleared it up. Hey, everybody's working for Uber and Lyft. And if you can't work for Uber and Lyft because your car's too old or it doesn't have four doors, General Motors is going to help you out. You rent a car for $99 a week plus 20 cents a mile. <laughs> According to the, the Uber driver that picked up our buddy in Atlanta over the weekend, yeah, that's, that's not going to work. But this is kind of the new economy. This is why... You're seeing the institutional investor sell like crazy. Are you kidding me? Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, the second largest week of institutional selling since they've been keeping track of data. So what is that, 30 years, 40 years? What does that tell you? Record inflows to the gold and silver ETFs. That tells you the institutional, and they already know. They already know all of it was make-believe. I, I got an email from, from a customer of ours. They were, they were in uh, last week. They were picking up some product, and, and we were talking about how the, you know, the shipping containers are empty. Right? There's no trade going on. There's no exports going out. There's no imports coming in. And, and he had sent me a link uh, to Stephen Quayle talking about how these truckers are emailing him saying, hey, I got no work. How shipping lines are... Can- you know when flights aren't full? Like Southwest, right? Delta, the flight's not full. Continental, yeah. They, they cancel it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you go on the next one. Apparently now that's happening in the shipping industry where the shipping containers, ships are being canceled because there's not enough freight on them. And now they're saying things that used to take five to seven weeks to get out of the port are now taking three weeks. Some cases not taking any time at all. So we're just seeing, and of course, you know, the trucking industry, that's one of those jobs, right? They've been telling, be a truck driver. Yeah, there's always job posting for truck right? drivers. Always, always job postings for trucking. Well, Walmart's got to get their stuff in the store somehow. Right, right. and you're thinking about, wait a minute, retail sales are falling. We know about the trade data falling, shipping containers empty. All of that makes sense. You throw in trim tabs, jobs. That makes sense. This morning, on top of retail sales numbers, the other number that came out was the inventory level. And that simply is manufacturers made stuff. 
stuff. Retailers, bars, restaurants, at least their suppliers bought stuff, assuming that people were going to buy them, and the sales didn't happen. Or they did, right? If inventories go down, that means that the wholesalers bought less stuff than what was demand. That's a good thing. Hey, we've got to order more, right? we got to bump up the order because we're running low the exact opposite. They're now saying inventory levels are so high. They've hit a, a what they call a re- recession signal. In other words, when retail inventories get to a certain point where there's so much stuff, that's always a precursor for a recession. And I start to look at that, wow, that goes hand in hand with retail sales are soft. And actually, retail sales aren't soft. They're digging. They've been negative two straight months in a row. We know that the shipping industry is soft. Now we're getting this report that inventory levels are so high now, there's no way. They've only got one thing to do, which is stop ordering, which is just going to make the problem that much bigger. Then you have the Japanese Central Bank. Last night while we were all asleep, said, be patient. This is not the end of negative rate. Because that was the mantra people were trying to float all last week. Oh, that's probably about it for now on negative rate. Japanese central bank said, no. We're going to do what we need to do. This is a race to the bottom. And I know you're right. You can sit there and you can live and make believe if you want to. We can pretend it's not happening. Right? All of us can stick our head in the sand and say, no, it's going to somehow, it's going to be okay. I don't want to deal with the reality. Or you can start getting ready. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. Let me ask you, you think that these, I don't know what to call them other than the institutional investor. You know, I guess that's the the billionaires, the millionaires, the hedge fund owners, right, the Goldman Sachs, the, the Merrill Lynch's of the world. You think they're buying the equivalent of the entire, an entire year of global production? because they think the price is going down? You think they're doing that because they actually think interest rates are going to go up? Or do you think they're doing that because they know what's coming next? Negative rate is the new normal. You're just going to have to accept it. The story that they want to play, like tomorrow, about rate hikes, that's old news. They're already behind. The new news, the real news, is what is going to happen. The economy never came back. We, we, we can't argue that. Those are the facts. 
2% is not a comeback. Especially when you think about the trillions that we spent. Matter of fact, what did we do? We said, well, boy, we had a debt problem. You know, that was the problem. And we had too big to fail. And all it's too big to fail was is we had way too much money in these debt-laden companies and we had a bunch of bad loans. We've got more debt than ever before. That's how they fixed it, by creating more. It didn't work. Japan is the leader. Everyone thinks it's a follower. It's not the follower. It's the leader. And it's just getting started. Listen, these people are way smarter than we could ever possibly be. This is organized. This is planned. This is how they do it. Trim Tabs comes out and says, hey, by the way, (laughs) there's no jobs, really, when you look at tax records. Matter of fact, tax increases the worst it's been since the recovery started. Going all the way back to December. Then you start looking at the amount of money that they're now putting back into gold and silver. This is the type of money we saw when the price was exploding. And this is what we're seeing. And when you start thinking about if if the institutional investors are are buying the entire mining supply for an entire year, they're buying over 2,000 metric tons. And the Chinese are buying 1,000 tons, and the India's buying 1,000 tons, and all the rest of the world. What does that tell you? There's going to be a huge, huge deficit in gold and silver. And this is one of those things, it, it's, it's in the early stages, right? We, we've just come out of this quote-unquote bear market. This is really probably about the only the second pullback this year. When you think about uh, where gold's been, where silver's going, I'll tell you right now, today I think silver's is just it's an absolute buy. Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles today, they're $385 a roll. Silver is right now at $15.31 this morning. Just an absolute buy because guess what? Huge institutional money is now going into silver. They're not out there. Hey, you know what they're not doing? They're not buying GM stock. They're not buying Uber and Lyft stock. Okay, They're not out there buying stock in... Home Depot and Sports Authority. Well, definitely not Sports Authority. Dicks. They're getting ready. And you start really thinking about, you know, where where your neighbors are. How many people do you know now? Homer and I were talking during the break. It's amazing, all of these people. I didn't even know he knows better than I. Of all of our friends that are working more than one job got to get done if you want to you know put food on table, these are pay the rent, these are listen, I'm not talking about a 20 something okay I'm not talking about that I'm talking guys in their 40s and 50s with family 
just trying to get by. And somehow they want to tell us this is economic prosperity. And that's the part that, that's so frustrating. They want to manipulate and massage the number. Listen, seasoning's great on food. <laughs> right? I love it. It makes stuff taste good. And this is what's happening right now. They want to seasonally adjust the economic data to try to take the load of bull they're, they're giving us and trying to make it taste good. The problem is, it's still a load of bull. And then the, the thing is, is guess what they do? The exact opposite. Every Every single one. And I mean, almost without exception, every major bank, hedge fund, every major investment firm, what were they telling you at the beginning of the year? Do you remember? Oh, gold's going to 900. Gold's going to 800. It's going to 700. Right? Remember, don't forget. Gold's up almost 20%, and guess what? They bought the entire mining production of the world so far this year. The whole time they told you it was going down. Stay the Radio News Hour final segment coming up. Final segment on a Tuesday. And I'm feeling really good now. I'm, I'm feeling a lot better about where I believe things are heading. Uh, in lieu of all the economic data that came out today, primarily retail sales, it was big. Now, I already... I've seen three revisions out of first quarter GDP, all of them now saying it's less than 2%, which once again just fits with what's happening. And and we, we've got a what I'll call the, the, the Fed pullback here in gold to take advantage. Gold, you know what, gold's down about just under $50 from where it was a week ago, and it's not based on anything other than, you know what, some profit-taking you know, we got the Fed, so let's oh, let's pretend to give them credence. Uh, silver, same thing. Silver's down 50 cents. Buy these pullbacks. Buy them hard. Because really, when you start thinking about what's really out there, just the fact. Let's not put any seasoning on it. Let's just deal in facts. It doesn't look very good. How about crude oil, though? I'll tell you what, crude oil is starting to come off. It was down about three or four percent yesterday, down another dollar seven today, uh, heading back down to where it should be. Of course, I paid forty cents a gallon more to fill up today, all because of Wall Street make believe. You know, I actually saw one of the morons that was on television today. Well, thirty seven's Nirvana, because the big oil companies can stay in business at thirty seven, and it does. You know, the consumer can handle paying a little more. That was supposed to be a. That was supposed to be our big tax break. Right, the big tax break. Right. <laughs> Apparently that didn't work. The tax break didn't work. And you see, that's what they believe. You know what? Every time we try to do something nice for the consumer, they don't deliver. So let's just hand it to them. U.S. Silver Eagles, 385 a roll. I still, I, you know what? I didn't sell them yesterday, and obviously I know that it happened. Sometimes you fall asleep. Sometimes you just don't know what to do, and you don't do anything. We've got some $10 gold pieces and some 20s. 
two tens at thirteen fifty or a twenty at thirteen fifty. Those are just fantastic opportunities to get into this market. Buying a ten dollar Liberty gold piece for six seventy five, or buying a a twenty dollar Liberty a hundred plus years old at thirteen hundred and fifty dollars. And then my call of the day: silver, silver, silver. U.S. Silver Eagles at three eighty five. 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. Uh, the Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ, they're all down today. Uh, crude oil getting ready to fall below $36. Dow down $1.15 at $36.05. And then tomorrow we'll have the minute. That'll break after we get off the air tomorrow. The Federal Reserve will... Will let it, let us know how bullish or hawkish or dovish or whatever other word they want to use. But remember, that's the news they want you to get versus the news that is the real facts. You just can't hope and wish dead away. It doesn't work that way. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone, take care. Have a great Tuesday. 